Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. All right, welcome back to Pad the Stats fantasy football podcast. It's time to do another uh, film room study. We're moving on to the quarterbacks and we're going to talk Trevor Lawrence and we're going to talk Trey Lance. So it's just me on the podcast. I picked, I kicked uh, Pat's ass off because I don't trust his quarterback evaluation. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Pat kind of left it to me, um, and you know I I give that kid so much credit. I mean, he just works so damn hard on different charts and graphs and and uh, Excel spreadsheets and things. The the stuff that he comes up with from a dynasty and rookie standpoint. I mean, he is plugged in every single day and I I certainly value what he brings to the podcast um you know with his evaluations and with his um you know study of just really everything related to kind of what we're doing here um but he kind of leaves the the quarterback stuff to me and you know this is the these are the ones that I really like I mean I I'll be honest I played the position for quite a while for 10 years and if you saw me in person you wouldn't know it I'm five foot eight but that's what happens when you grow up in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. You get to do those sorts of things. Um, but I, I played the position for a long time, and I certainly, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in evaluating these quarterbacks and looking, and I like to kind of think that I have a good eye for it just from, you know, being in that position for, you know, a, you know, a good amount of time. Obviously not at the collegiate level, at this level of play, I mean, uh, this is a totally different animal, but at the same time, um, I do really enjoy evaluating the quarterbacks. So, like I mentioned, Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance, we're going to do three of these podcasts. Um, the next one is going to be Justin Fields and Zach Wilson, and then probably Mac Jones and, and uh, Kyle Trask for the third one. So, we'll probably do six total uh, before we move on to the tight ends. So, Trevor Lawrence, let's start there. And this is, uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. This is an easy one to evaluate. Um, I went into it trying to be objective as possible, and we all know, everybody out there knows, that Trevor Lawrence is undoubtedly the number one quarterback prospect, the number one overall prospect in this draft, and for good reason, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. Uh, but I had a hard time finding, you know, many holes in his game when I really looked at it. So, Let's look at some of the numbers, some of the measurables, and then I'll get into what he does well. And I'll try to maybe nitpick a couple things that he doesn't do so well. We already know he's going to go first overall. We know he's going to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they're going to be set up uh, Urban Meyer's team for a long time with Trevor Lawrence at the helm. So 2020 was actually Trevor Lawrence's so it was his third season at the start in the starting role, really his worst season. Um, obviously the weird year with COVID and everything, 10 games, 69% completion percentage, a little over 3,100 yards, 24 touchdowns to five interceptions, 68 rushes, 203 yards and eight touchdowns. So you look at the numbers from a career perspective, it's outstanding. Over 10,000 career passing yards in just three seasons, 90 touchdowns to just 17 interceptions, outstanding, nearly a thousand rushing yards. The kid is very, very athletic. 18 career rushing touchdowns. So when you put on the tape, the first thing that really just stands out, and it's it's very evident, is he looks the part. Big, strong, exceptional athlete. He can make every single throw. You you see it right away why teams 
and why everybody is falling in love with Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything here that's uh, you know earth shaking, um, that is uh, a surprise to really anybody. But this kid, really, what I love about him so so much is it's not just the ability to make all the throws; it's it's the little things. And when he wants to put touch on the ball, he is. It even surprised me when I watched the tape how damn good he is at putting touch on the ball, whether it's a boundary throw, a vertical throw. He has that it factor, as I like to say, as a passer. He has, again, exceptional touch. He knows when to change velocity, when to change arm slots, and he knows how to change those things based on what throw he's making in different areas of the field, situations, when he's moving, when he's rolling the pocket, when he's getting out of danger. He's very good at those things, and that is just awareness. That that comes with playing the position for a long time, and it comes with being exceptionally talented, which Trevor Lawrence is. But he has the arm strength to make every throw. Boundary, far hash throws, there is absolutely no concern with the arm strength. The pinpoint accuracy stands out. You know, vertical and back shoulder throws, he has a really good mix of dropping it in the bucket to throwing back shoulder throws that are absolutely on point. I mean, he looks like an NFL veteran making those kinds of throws. He mixes both in extremely well. And the athleticism really is, I don't, I don't even know if you can say underrated by now because I mentioned, you know, he had almost 1,000 career rushing yards. He's done a lot on the ground. He's done a lot with his legs. But he uses it in so many different ways. Uh, he's got the speed to escape when the player or the pocket breaks down. And he's going to hurt defenses at the next level with 10, 15, 20-yard scrambles because you have to respect his game at in so many ways. Uh, the way he can throw the football from the pocket, the way he can throw the football, when I'll, I'll talk about this in a second, when he gets outside the pocket. But then when things break down, he is deceptively fast. Uh, when he gets up to top speed, I don't know what he runs, but it wouldn't surprise me if it's somewhere around 4.5, 4.55. Um, he looks very fast. And we'll talk about another athletic quarterback in a second, Trey Lance, both similar in that sense. But he is Trey or Trevor Lawrence is deceptively fast and just a very fluid athlete, very very good hips. Um, he when he runs, it looks somewhat awkward. Now, I don't want to say awkward, but it looks it, it doesn't look like that's why I say deceptive because it doesn't look like he's running that fast. But he's a very very good athlete and underrated athlete at that, in my opinion. Uh, again, very comfortable rolling the pocket both directions. This is another one, uh, along with the touch, that really stood out to me when I broke Trevor Lawrence down. Especially skilled at rolling left. He gets those shoulders squared. When I mentioned loose hips, uh, you know he loses very little power. And that's a tough throw for a right-handed quarterback when you're rolling to your left. You have to get your, your hips and your shoulders squared in the line of scrimmage. And he can really whip the ball from that angle. Uh, that's a hard thing to do. So whether he is going to his left or right when he needs to flush the pocket, when things break down, very, very good. A lot of quarterbacks in the league are very good going to the right, right-handed quarterbacks, right? Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben. See those guys make plays down the field when they're rolling right all the time. But Trevor Lawrence can do it both ways. So I think that's going to be a huge asset to him at the next level um, because the game speeds up. You need to get out of the pocket a little bit quicker sometimes. Things break down, and he can make those throws a little bit of ad-lib and on the move. 
Again, I mentioned just how good of an athlete he is. The the amount of whip that he produces on his throws is exceptional. I, I just love that about him, that he has the ability to deliver every single throw from the pocket, but also be this dynamic athlete. It is the perfect combination. Really good anticipation. This is the other thing. So when he sees a read, say pre-snap, that he really likes, he has excellent anticipation, gets the ball out of his hands very quickly, knows where he wants to go. I think he's a, a, a very smart player playing the position, and he understands defenses. He understands how to anticipate throws. That is so key, and that's what we uh, we honestly it, it's I can't I can't express just how important that is. A lot of guys fail because they can't anticipate throws. They can't see the field when they come off one read. They don't. They panic. They don't know where to go next. Um, one thing that we we thought with Justin Herbert was that was going to be an issue, um, but with Trevor Lawrence, I really don't think that's going to be an issue at the next level. Um, I just really love everything about this kid. It's it's easy to see why he's going to be the, you know, he's been the unanimous number one overall pick in many people's eyes for a long time now. It's hard to nitpick many things. If if there were Maybe one or two things. I, I, you know, a couple times he kind of gets locked in on a throw, um, and a little bit of that that arm slot. He's got a longer, a little bit of a longer throwing motion, and you know, maybe that gets him in trouble from time to time. He does take some bad sacks, but he's always looking downfield, looking to make plays. And as a quarterback, you know, that's that's exactly what you want. That's exactly what you want. You want a guy who is a passer first and a runner second, and that's what Trevor Lawrence is. So. Um, I, I don't think that the arm slot or the the delivery, the motion is going to be something that teams try to fix too much, uh, maybe tighten it up a little bit. But honestly, overall, Trevor Lawrence is very, very good at 6'6", 220 pounds. He's the perfect uh, prospect at the position. He looks the part, and he plays like the part. So Trevor Lawrence is going to be, in my eyes, everything that he's advertised to be. All right, so that that probably wasn't as exciting as <laughs> you had hoped because again, it's just it's just so hard to look at him and say what does he do poorly? There aren't a lot of things. Now, Trey Lance on the other hand, coming out of North Dakota State, this is a very interesting prospect to me. And it's a little bit like the Jordan Love case last year. Different players, but there are some certain things that I see that translate to the next level very well. And there are certain things that I think are going to hold him back, and I'll talk about that. So, first off, Trey Lance, six foot four, two hundred twenty-seven pounds. Another guy looks the part. Is built like a prospect that you want, that you want to build your offense around, that you want at the position. Twenty nineteen stats. So this is the key here. He played sixteen games in twenty nineteen, but that was really his only year. His true freshman year, he didn't play, or he didn't really play. Uh, and then this past year, you know, they only had that one game. It was almost, I guess you could call it like a showcase game, one game in 2020 because of COVID, and then they didn't play the rest of the season. So this kid doesn't have a lot of tape. There's not a lot of go, lot to go to uh, to look at with Trey Lance. But in that 2019 season, it was spectacular. Now, they don't throw the ball much. Uh, you know, 287 attempts. The entire season, 67% completion percentage. They only threw the ball about 18 times per game. So he had just shy of 2,800 passing yards, 28 touchdowns, zero interceptions. 
So you've probably heard that a time or two. This kid just did not turn the ball over in that very, very good season that they went on to, uh, I think they beat James Madison in the FCS championship, if I'm uh, remembering correctly. But um, 169 rushes. This is the big part of his game, 1,100 rushing yards. They have a run-heavy offense. They design a ton of runs for him, QB power runs, off tackle. They use him in, in different ways on options, things like that. They, they get him out of the pocket, they roll him, and he runs the ball in a lot of different ways, a lot of designed runs. So uh, a big number in that rushing yard column and 14 touchdowns on the ground as well. So again, just about 300 career passing attempts at North, North Dakota State for Trey Lance, which is not that many. Again, not a lot of tape to go off of. He's a young kid. He's only going to be 21 years old after the draft. So a very, very young prospect with not a lot of experience under his belt. Again, that very run-heavy offense at North Dakota State also didn't do him a ton of favors just in terms of, I know he had the, the, a spectacular season, but in terms of seeing him throw, there, there really is not a lot. Uh, so let's see, what what are some good things about Trey Lance? What are some things he does very well? I mentioned the size. He is a prototypical uh, prospect in terms of the way he looks. He looks the part. He's got the ideal build and frame to be a franchise quarterback. He is very strong and powerful in his lower half. That's one of the first things I noticed. Very good athlete. Very, very good athlete. Put together extremely well. Hit from you know the waist down, he is very strong, very powerful. He's very athletic. He's a strong runner, but he's quick, agile, and fast. It's almost like he has this basketball background too, which I really like. He can actually set defenders up, make cuts. Um, so I liked, I honestly saw a little bit of, you know, you obviously can make the comparisons to Josh Allen and a lot of part of his game, the running way. But Cam Newton is somebody that I thought of, but a little bit more agile in my eyes than, than Cam. Uh, but there are some similarities there, in my opinion. He just does not look uncomfortable at all as a ball carrier. He is very accustomed to designed runs uh he is hard to bring down he'll drag ball carriers but again he will juke he'll put on moves on on defensive backs too, making them miss and he has the speed to break long runs I mean this is a kid who can break a 40 or 50 yard run I think even at the next level I think he's going to surprise some people would would not shock me if he's gonna you know when he gets his chance to start whenever that might be if he puts together games where he has 60, 70, 80-yard rushing attempts or 80-yard rushing games. And obviously, for fantasy purposes, that is an element that that cannot be understated here in 2021. Ten years ago, it would have been a different story, right? But we're getting more used to these running quarterbacks, and we learn, we've learned how big of a part that is to having success and just adding another element both to the real game but also your your fantasy outputs as well so that part of his game is is exceptional now when he throws the football um this is a kid who has a big strong arm plenty of arm talent like i just said with trevor lawrence he has the talent to make every throw and you know when he's rolling out of the pocket he's on the move he can make a lot of those throws. He has plenty of arm strengths to make throws on the run. He can ad-lib a little bit. I like the way his eyes work the field. Um, they do a lot of creative, 
you know, fakes, uh, you know, pitch fakes, um, option fakes in that North Dakota State offense. And the threat of him running the ball is often something that pulls linebackers up, pulls safeties up. And there are a lot of, you know, you'll see a lot of wide open receivers, wide open tight ends, especially streaking down the middle of the field. That's an area of the field that that he had a lot of success is pushing the ball down the seam. So I think he's somebody who does a really good job of keeping his eyes downfield when he's out of the pocket too. He, again, like I just said with Trevor Lawrence, he is a passer first. He is not looking to run the ball first. Even with all of those rushing yards, when he drops back to pass and they have a designed pass play, he is looking to throw the football. When he comes off that first read, if it isn't there, he's moving around. He's looking to throw the ball, which, again, that that just can't be understood. That's such a huge part. A lot of quarterbacks you see have that problem. They don't. They see that first read. It's not there. They put their eyes down and they're trying to take off and pick up yards with their legs. So I love what he does uh, just from an awareness standpoint on the field, understanding that, hey, I'm trying to make plays down the field to my receivers, and he sticks with plays long enough to to try to make those things happen. Um, I don't think he really, again, has a problem seeing the field. I thought he did a nice job there. Um, Here is my biggest thing, and, and probably waiting for me to get to the butt here. And this is where I see the biggest gap. I, I was trying to go into this thinking, okay, how big of a gap is it between Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance? And I think it's fairly substantial, and here's why. Now, this isn't a huge—it's it's going to be a knock on Trey Lance, but again, I just talked about how special Trevor Lawrence is. But I do think—now, I'll, I'll get around to, uh, to Fields and Wilson and see kind of where they stack up— but let's just say hypothetically that Lawrence is one and Trey Lance is four for me. I do think that there's, there's a pretty big gap here, and here's why. I have some serious questions about delivering the ball accurately, especially when those windows get tighter in tougher competition. Now, again, I, I think that he, like I said, has the, the arm talent to make every throw. There, there's no question about arm strength with Trey Lance at all he can make all the throws far hash doesn't matter boundary throws out deep outs I mean he can he can really make all the throws I had some serious questions on timing routes he he just does not always deliver the ball accurately on a consistent basis and it really to me popped up on film I think he's going to have some trouble at the next level throwing the ball I do so I think this is a kid that probably is going to need to to develop a little bit he's going to need, to need to get used to the speed of the NFL game the size and the just the play speed of defensive backs and defenses in general at the NFL level because some of the windows that he was throwing to at North Dakota State these wide open streaking receivers you know aren't going to be there and when the windows got tight even at that level I thought he really struggled throwing the football now the, the other thing, too, and I talked about this with Trevor Lawrence, was how good he was at putting touch on the ball. I was not as impressed with that with Trey Lance. I, I think that he just has a long way to go in terms of um, being a complete passer. Um, I think he has a bit of a load-up and a long arm action as a passer. He actually kind of reminded me of Jameis in, in a way, the way he throws the football, but... 
overall, I think he needs to work on the touch. I think he's going to need to work on fitting balls into tighter windows and, and throwing the ball accurately on a consistent basis. I think he has a good bit to go as a thrower. So it's going to take some time for Trey Lance to develop. While I do think all of the tools are there, the size I mentioned at 6'4", 200 and almost 30 pounds, the ability to run the ball, he's going to be a dynamic athlete. And if he can figure it out as a passer in a drop-back system, because that you, you have to do that. Eventually, you have to be able to throw the ball. If he can do that, if, they can, if he can find a system that, that you know, brings him along, he's got a chance to be really good. But I do think that there's going to be a learning curve, and I see some certainly some bust potential with him as a passer. So while I like Trey Lance, I don't love Trey Lance. Uh, obviously, <laughs> I keep going back to Lawrence, but there's not much more to say there. This kid's just so, so damn good. Um, so those are the two for tonight. And I think that most people are seeing Trevor Lawrence's Obviously one, but then Trey Lance as four. It seems that way at least. Zach Wilson and Justin Fields are two, three. But but Trey Lance is, again, you know, he's probably going to go in the top 10, top 15, I would imagine. Um, you know, there's going to probably be four quarterbacks to go in the top 10 or top 15, maybe top, you know, top 10, top 12. So overall, these are guys that are going to land somewhere. We know where Lawrence is going, but but Lance is somebody. Where's he going to go? Is he going to go to Detroit? Is he going to go to Carolina? Um, you know, it's it's who knows. So it'll be interesting to see where he lands. But um, there is a lot to work with with Trey Lance. So that about does it for these two guys. Um, like I said, I'll talk about Justin Fields and Zach Wilson on the next one. I'm very interested to see Zach Wilson, especially with the hype that he's getting in fields, everything that he did at Ohio State. I'd like to see uh, where that kind of stacks up when I break him down a little bit further. But I hope you enjoyed this one. And uh, I'll probably be, like I said, this is, I'm recording this on March 2nd. So release this uh, Wednesday, March 3rd, and then I'll release the, uh, the second quarterback podcast probably later this week. So until next time, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.